0: Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class podcast. I'm your host Dan, and I'm Travis, and I'm George. Hey, George, um, Travis has something you need to watch real quick. It won't take long, a minute or two. Um, Travis is going to have to leave the room, though. Just both out of, of you an abundance have already done
1: this to me. Both of you have already, <laughs> and actually, here's um, a copy of it. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I was thinking, like, you know, it was getting kind of late, and the you know, things. Whatever. I said maybe we should record this next week instead of tonight. And I said, Nah, yeah, I might not be alive next week.
0: No, <laughs> so, you you only have about seven days allegedly. So, uh, mm-hmm. let's get this uh, let's get this on tape just in case. Also, interesting in the streaming world, how are mm-hmm. you gonna make a copy?
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Are you know, saying sh- this movie needs to be remade? Should I just share it on my social media? Oh, does hope that somebody count? somebody dies.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, okay. hey guys, we watched the movie The Ring from 2002,
0: the American if version. Yeah. And uh, yeah, George, uh, how are you feeling, man? What's your uh, gut reaction coming out of a movie that changed everything?
1: I already watched this movie. You've seen this movie? It's called Final Destination.
2: Yeah, this is better than that,
0: though. Uh,
1: yeah, sure. I yeah, don't know it's that better, this is Final Destination, but go on. When did Final Destination come out? Probably same time, around the same 2001. time, two thousand one. A little bit earlier, a little bit
2: later, or is it three? It reminded
1: me very much. Okay, so if you took Final Destination and you mashed it up with Poltergeist, not like the, not like the actual like, plot of Poltergeist, but right. like the the art of Poltergeist. Yeah. Um and the you know the what's going on with the TV and the screen and the girl and it's like those two movies like mashed up.
2: I looked at it as if if the director of Nine Inch Nails videos directed uh, a six the sixth sense. You
1: love Nine Inch Nails.
2: Well, the imagery is very much like their videos. This isn't. No, the Im- imagery of the video. Yeah, yeah. A, I don't know what Nine Inch
1: Nails videos look like. Um, but what I was gonna say is this is no. Six sense
2: no but i mean it has that same feel where you're you think the ghost is trying to find closure get help fix the problem find my body so yeah. i can no longer be haunting yes and it's not oh, the story. oh
1: and it had it <laughs> definitely had that um that uh waking up in the canoe the next morning feeling yes, yes. you know with 10 minutes left in the movie
2: yes yes
1: so, a couple of things, George. Uh, Final Destination came out in the year the 2000. <laughs> uh, All
0: right. That's a wrap. <laughs> this came out in guys 2002. Guys uh, Wait, so say that again? I'm sorry. Final Destination, Final Destination came out in 2000. This came out okay. in 2002. But this is a remake of a Japanese movie from 98, which 98. is based on a book from like 92. So, mm, okay. they it win. may have some overlap <laughs> with Final Destination in terms of like fate uh, and escaping your fate and such. But Yeah. That's more of like it shares a literary device more than it is like a, a remake or retelling of the same story.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. It just when it seemed that no one could escape their death, I was
2: like, oh, that I there is an escape of your death. You have to make well come to, to find out. Spoiler fate. alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were already talking about the end. Yeah, I know. We already got to the end. <laughs> we already spoiled it. Skip to the end. <laughs>
1: True love. It's called the Skip to the End podcast. (laughs) George, what did you think of the movie? Well, I thought the end was fucked up. (laughs) And here's why.
0: So uh, a couple of things. Uh, Do you remember videotapes, George? I do. Did you used to tape things off TV? And sometimes you ended up with really bad reception to where you're like, is this even what I taped?
2: Yeah, the track is off.
0: Yeah, because if you haven't had that experience, like I'm worried, my kids when they get to watch this in a few years are gonna be like, "Eh."
1: (laughs) You gotta
2: teach them. I had no idea that if you push the tracking to to eleven, you're able to see (laughs) nine inches more of the of the image. I had
1: no idea. No, you just see the next frame.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, no, it's not frames though. Videotapes work differently, so I don't know if there is extra data outside that scan range or not. But it's different than watching like film by like peeking over to the next frame. So I'm not going to call too much bullshit on that because I've never used industrial VHS recorders like they were using. Mm. Although if anyone has one that they will sell me for cheap, uh, that seems like a pretty sturdy player to feature my little VHS collection I've had forever. Yes.
2: When I saw that, I'm like, now that I have a VCR that you would have to hook up to your TV and play the VHS tape and then record to DVD if you want. But that thing that she was working with, I'm like, yeah, I want that, where you can do the frame-by-frame frame with the wheel. Well, and I mm-hmm. just love mm-hmm. the buttons
0: shit. that are self-illuminating when you click them, mm. you know, like an old mm. 50s-era Cold War computer. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Now, I actually, I still have my VCR DVD combo from, like, 2000 and... As do I. I don't know, I for right around the time this movie came out, probably. But the thing is, none of my TVs right now have... The RCA ends, except for like my oldest CRT. So I've occasionally run it into my HDTV through the antenna on channel three, which is gross, but it works. I run it through an HDMI. Do you have a converter, or does yours have an HDMI out? Because mine's. Too I just old.
2: I, I just have a newer one. I, every time I see them at a flea market or a thrift store, I buy it because okay. I'm like, grab me the, one. That one's gonna die. I'm gonna need another one. I have like. I have one in the box waiting to be used, and then I have the one I have. Yeah, put me so, on your uh, HDMI on VCR
0: of... wish list, because I need one. I
2: will. I will do that. One
1: day, Trav, you're going to have to come over here and help me get my Nintendo 64 to work with this new TV. Okay. Because, like, I need that yeah. in my life again.
2: You need Goldeneye. You need to be able to walk up and need, Will Smith slap need... somebody when you don't have <laughs> weapons. Yeah, yeah you're going <laughs> to rename
0: right. that mode to Will Smith's only. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, the Will Smith mode. <laughs> Before you could find your first I was, gun,
1: I was actually thinking revenge, and you know, like oh, with, the, yeah. with the chop, you know, because certain characters will chop, and then you go woo,
2: but there's no woo. You just kind of do the motion of the woo. When right, you I did. Chop. I showed my kids the audio for that.
0: I showed my kids a <laughs> compilation of flare bumps uh, the other day because we saw <laughs> something. Bumps. Yeah. Oh, we were watching. Uh, we watched a okay Simpsons. Dredrick Tatum had to show him Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson clobbers a guy who does, like, the walking fall like a like a flare bump. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that looked like a real version of the flare bump. My kids are like, what? So then we watched the four minutes bump? of the flare bump just over and over, slap, <laughs> walk, 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 fall on his face.
2: The best ones were when he was in middle of his uh, promo and he would take his jacket off and, like, Throw it on the ground and do the walk. <laughs> and then he'd throw an elbow down on his jacket. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I can't believe we are talking about Ric Flair during The Ring, but okay. Woo!
0: All right. Woo. So, guys, uh, now that we've established that George knows what a VHS tape is, which is yeah. very important to the plot of this movie, mm, sure uh, I do. the director of the American version of The Ring, the one that you just watched, Gore, Gore. Verbinski. Yes. Verbinski. This is his third film. Great and name. Before he did films he also did music videos just like david fincher so if you're oh. seeing some nine inch nails it's because this mm. guy directed mm. music videos for bands like monster man
1: does nine like inch that? nails have like 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 super awesome stellar videos or something their
2: videos are pretty uh grungy like
1: are they known for their yes. their good quality videos
0: They they have I'm a not... really good strong aesthetic
2: yeah, I don't know about good quality, but they definitely have an ambiance. They have a they have a look, a style. They that, were doing okay.
0: stuff that people weren't doing in
2: 1995. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you watch closer, the video for closer, it's a lot of the same imagery you oh, see that in song's this movie. Nine nails? Yeah.
1: Oh, I learned something today.
0: Remedial music class podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why they use closer for the uh, the opening credits of Seven. Oh, hmm. I don't know if that's the, that's the reason why, but oh, yeah. oh, it is yeah. funny. Sometimes we cover things on the show directly,
0: and I assume that he got it. And this is one of those times. I guess it, he didn't. Okay, glad we double checked that. A few weeks later,
2: we just did our first inside joke. No one knows what we're laughing at. Oh shit! He just hit me with "Oh yeah."
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs>
0: that story has appeared on the show before, but it may be on the cutting room floor. Okay. So it may be a reference <laughs> to part of the show that never aired. So you're welcome, everybody. For yeah, you gotta go to vague. our shit. You gotta go to our Patreon for that. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're so gonna gore. get a Patreon, and people are gonna be like, "Ha! Ah, they're just huh? joking. We're not gonna check that out, and we're gonna regret all <laughs> these jokes."
2: Ah, oh, shit. So, Gore Verbinski, he didn't do a uh, a um video for, like, Debbie Gibson, did he? <laughs> no, no, Jermaine Stewart. <laughs> okay, good. But no Monster Stewart.
0: Magnet is fun. Like, I don't know if I would ever call them, like, my favorite band of the period, but they definitely had, like, a swagger about them.
2: Hmm. I noticed another name doing the credits, so I don't know if George got that far. He seems to have paused it at director.
0: Well, there's one name that you may want to bring up that I noticed. Uh, Go ahead and tell me the name.
2: Well, uh, the music composer.
0: Yeah, no, that's the one.
2: Yeah, Hans Zimmer, who we've Uh, talked about a few times. Hans Zimmer.
0: Do you know how I figured out today that Hans Zimmer did the sound without noticing it in the credits?
1: Uh, Because the theme is... The ring, <laughs> the ring. Oh man, I wish. <laughs> the no, ring.
0: You know what's amazing? Uh, so if you're watching the movie or if you want to hop in, if anybody wants to play along at home, if you jump to like the 32 minute and 35 second mark or so, uh, it's Naomi Watts' character looking at the tape on one of these highfalutin fancy video editing softwares. Hmm. And What's
2: the
1: uh, timestamp?
0: Because I'm going there go to as check. well. 32, uh, 35.
2: Anything to see Naomi Watts again? I'm on board. Did is you hear Dreamweaver every
0: is time that Hot she Mom came on screen?
2: That's Hot Mom. Yeah.
1: Dream. It's the main character. Leaver. That is from a movie that I've watched
2: before, and it is Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yes. Where do you know uh, Naomi Watts from? Me? Yeah. Hot Mom. This movie you know her from something very special to your heart.
1: There was in this movie the characters were uh hot mom, <laughs> creepy kid, creepy kid, uh dead girl and uh
2: That's it.
0: What about hot dad?
2: Uh he, his eyes are a little dreamy. Yeah, dreamy he was, dreamy oh, dad. Eyes. I'm he's just going to put it out there,
0: this actor guy, I don't even look up his name, but the guy that played the boyfriend, uh, father of the baby guy, yeah. he's a good actor, who I've not seen yeah, in good. anything else. But like he, there were a lot of opportunities for him to fall flat and fail, and I thought he kind of nailed the role. So I'm surprised I mm. haven't seen him in other stuff.
1: All right, 32-something.
0: 32-37
1: would be perfect.
0: Thirty-two
2: thirty-five 35 would be good. All right, we're at 32-25, so we're going to get there. Oh, I hear Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, there's the same exact two-note <laughs> interval <laughs> from Batman Begins. <laughs> the, blah, blah. It's the same chords. Yeah, exactly. which was
2: stolen from War of the Worlds. <laughs>
0: so I'm sitting here watching this, and I'm just like, oh, that's Batman. I'm like, that's yeah. weird. I'm like, is this Hans And then I went back, and it's got the same kind of da 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 kind of feel, too. Yeah. So I was like, son of a gun. He's just reusing
2: scores. <laughs> yeah, that was totally there. But there's another name. Zimmer was one, but Rick Baker. Oh the, the, uh, the practicals.
0: Yeah, I believe it. These are this movie has good effects, man.
2: Oh, the dead bodies. Holy oh shit. man.
0: Okay, so George, and I know practicals. that you yeah. lack like human feelings and empathy <laughs> and all these things. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they show you that first like disfigured face as a jump scare, kinda non sequitur the way they set it up, you don't know yeah. that they're gonna cut to that closet and zoom smash zoom on that distorted face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go bleh? Did,
2: Did it get you a little?
0: You're supposed to. Like, Not scared, but that's I mean gross. Like, and scared. Um, pretty
2: disturbing looking. It's something what like Hellraiser tried to do, but this movie does it a lot better. Just that distorted, you know, life sucking expression.
1: I think my reaction was Damn.
0: I mean that's not bad. That's not a bad yeah, reaction. You reacted at least cuz now I saw this in theaters the first time. Mm-hmm. And that 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 part uh legit made me jump out of my seat. <laughs> but yeah, so that I mean that the faces in this movie are really gross. And mm-hmm. you know, face horror is of a particular type that like ooh,
2: no thanks. Well, seems that I watched the uh Japanese version today as well. Ooh, Mr. Uh, Fancy. But I had never seen it in its entirety, so I was curious and uh the that that jump scare happens in the original as well. The faces are not obviously they were probably lower budget, so they didn't it was more like an expression of of um i don't know did, there's no distortion, but the eyes and the mouth are wide open, and it's like a uh I don't know how to explain the expression. I always Maybe, thought it like, looked
0: more like they died of fright rather than yeah. died of like
2: being, you know, scared at out. the
0: bottom of a well and rotted for a week. Like they kind of look here. Right. In a lot of ways, the dead people in this movie look like uh, the guy from the th- uh, the fog, where they're like, "How yeah. is he not underwater for a full week?" Because he's totally grody. Yeah. The people mm. in this one look real well grody, but yeah, the mm. Japanese ringu. I don't know that I'd recommend George like run out and watch it right away, but it's. It's solid. It's it's a solid movie. You but just it's saw definitely, it. Though.
2: It's missing it's it's almost a retelling. So you not seeing it. The only difference is the kid in the original is not as prominent. He's in there, but he's not as prominent, but he's creepier um uh, in a blank, like Michael Myers kind of way. He's not like he doesn't look like a serial killer, but he's almost like like this kid in this movie. Is he like an omen kid? He just kind of reminds me of the two little girls in The Shining, where it's like he's always like standing and staring. Mm. Like there's there's not much going on with him. They didn't really give him a lot to do. There's they might a have bit made char-
0: some Sixth Sense inspired choices for the American remake to give that kid right. a little bit more prominence. Now that we've done that before, you know, yeah. and just kind of keep that momentum rolling.
2: Yeah, and they developed the 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 main female character a little bit more in this movie, and they also develop the mother that's in the tape a lot more in this movie They there's a lot more backstory I and like, I, something yeah i like the whole idea of of her going to the island and really uncovering in the original it's like almost like really quick they get to the well and there's stuff with the dad but there's not really a lot of the like the brian cox stuff The 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 father yeah is really good and that's kind of lacking in the original. They don't do a lot of that stuff.
0: And the ring tape itself is way creepier in the American one. It's yeah. scary in the Japanese one, but it's not as bleh as it it's is not in as the long and
2: doesn't one. have as many clues. Like I love this shit they were doing with the the uh, the fly. Oh yeah, and how mm-hmm. how eventually she pulled it out of the screen. Like there's a lot of things that are not in the original that they kind of embellished in this, which makes it better.
1: I just want to say that I noticed that the fly was facing the wrong way. The first time I saw the video. Mm. Nice. I was like, that fly is not on the lens of the camera. Right, yeah. By the way, it's oriented. Unless it's trapped in the camera, Right. it's not on the lens of the camera. Hmm. Phenomena fly, very helpful.
2: Yeah, it was like a Mikey TV from, uh... <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from Walker, Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, help me. <laughs> 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 I do love
0: the setup that you know the initial tape from this outbreak right because it is kind of viral in the way it spreads I like that the tape comes from a bunch of just like you know dude bros trying to tape football who happen to just be like proximately located next to this well like hmm. there's a certain amount of like I don't know reasoning you know like uh how would, systemic reasoning is that a way to put it like within the closed system of a world where a Samara could exist with the ability to transmit images with her ghost brain or whatever Right. at least they limit it in a way they ground it in such a way that she can't just like shoot that stuff anywhere it's gotta be somebody's gotta walk into her domain and I think right. that's why this movie kind of works for me where on paper it may not have been something I'd be into because it is so like Supernatural in its like core, but the movie and the trappings of the movie are so grounded in the reality of what I was living in in two thousand one and two. (laughs) It's just interesting because I don't usually go for the real supernatural stuff, but this one like it played just right for me. It
2: it does. It has a good balance of ghost story and uh, psychological stuff like. Uh, Almost like when we were watching The Omen and I said, I can understand why you like The Omen more than The Exorcist because The Exorcist basically relies on supernatural possession. Yeah. And The Omen could be going on in his brain. You don't really know. We know that the the Satanist group is real, but what they believe in might not be, but what they're doing is real. right? So it's like there's more reality in, in The Omen than The Exorcist. And I think with this, it's the same way. It's like... It's kind of a ghost story, but it's also psychological, where all this shit could be happening in these people's heads, with the connection to the psych ward and all that stuff. Like, there's just a lot of psychological stuff where it could be a ghost. That might not be a ghost until and it's the so very end.
0: Technological. It's like a less gory Cronenberg in a lot of ways. Yeah the way that it just you know it, it hovers around our current technology and the dangers you know and our our lack of understanding as to the implications of all these things i go back to that scene where she's out on the balcony and looking across the road at all the different isolated people watching their TVs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's it's not really paid off as like those people aren't in danger necessarily but it is like a, it's like a, a statement on where we were as a society that's like look mm-hmm. here's all these people in the same building and not one of them is connected to anything but that TV.
2: It's kind of a retelling of the Body Snatchers. Like, instead of the pod people, it's the, the television. Like, the tube people. Ups, yeah, we're the tube people. Completely absorbed. But, yeah. So, Naomi Watts played yeah. Ann Darrow in the King Kong remake.
1: Oh.
2: This is, she sure did. That was 2005. So this was three years prior. So she was kind of up and coming when she did this. I think she did like a couple, you know, artsy films. What year was the King Kong remake? 2005. Okay. But they were, she was probably filming that right after she did this because that movie took at least two and a half years to make. Yeah. So when they filmed it, it was probably 2003.
1: Yeah, you're right. But I love her. I do love her. She's
0: wonderful in this movie. And the way that she like unfires herself at one point and doesn't make like a big deal about it. Uh, mm, I thought yeah. she was a real boss in that scene. Just be like, no, this is too good. You're not going to fire me. And he was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and
2: he's like, "What? well, <laughs> w- what is it? Here. And she's like, get lost. <laughs> yeah, she's like, eh. a <laughs> 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 what's, uh, what's his name in uh, Fifth Element? <laughs> 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 Ruby Rod. That's what she did to him. She's like, Bzz! but uh, she's so good in this movie that she, in scenes where she didn't even say a word, she was still 10 times better actor than what was in, uh, Saw. Oh, absolutely. Like you're totally feel. And that was, that was reality horror. That was, this could happen tomorrow. Some guy could kidnap you and chain you in a room. They couldn't tap into that emotion. No. She's tapping into emotion that her son is about to be killed by a ghost woman from a well. Yeah. And she's able to tap into that shit ridiculously. Yeah. So to me that's when, when I talk about acting and when I s when when you don't believe it, it shows. And when you do believe it, it definitely shows.
0: And that's the scene where they officially reveal that he's the dad, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean I imagine for a first time viewer you might be like, ooh, extra stakes, like mm. yikes.
2: Yeah, that was kind of um in the original it was revealed a lot earlier. So in this one when it revealed, I thought maybe they were avoiding that when I was watching I was like, "Oh, they didn't make the announcement that that's his son until he actually watched the tape and she said our son watched the tape." And that's what was the reveal, which in the original when they cross paths in the street, the little boy and the dad and he's got the umbrella. Yeah. He goes upstairs to meet with the reporter who's the mom of the kid mm-hmm. and you find out then that that's his son he says that's max like it, it ex-wife is thrown out there it's not a mystery at all right so in this one they kind of held on to it a little bit i don't know why
0: i think it adds like a just a turn you know a little i, extra I think it drama in the, the middle of the show
2: yeah i think it adds more to the dad because you're kind of they're building him as a bit of a loser Uh, you know, unfocused, unadult like, very uh, trying to stay in his early twenties, like he's dating students and he's like doing all these things. Yeah, and then you see why he's avoiding responsibility, and has been. Yeah, I liked every character in this movie, even the even the creepy ones, the Samara stuff. I was like, that's the girl in the well. Yes, they developed her a lot more in this movie than they did in the original as well they gave her a lot more backstory but then again I could be wrong because there were subtitles <laughs> <laughs> so I might have missed something but I, I I just feel like she was they did more of the uh, flashback of her in the um, hospital doing those questionnaires and stuff I don't think that's in the original I don't think they have they don't really show her face at all
0: no, and I don't ever end. remember her speaking to the doctor.
2: But it's been yeah.
0: I haven't I mean I bought the Arrow trilogy when it came out the Japanese Ring trilogy. Uh mm. but I haven't rewatched them since I bought them. So I, it's been probably 10 years since I sat down. There's, what I remember there's is There's three movies? There's three. There's Ring, well there's a bunch. Uh because there's Ring, Ringu, Ring 2, which is the Ringu uh sequel and then there's Ringu 0 which is the prequel. And I remember that one hitting me real hard when I was in college and watched it because it was not scary and it was more emotionally driven. It's mm. more of a drama. And it's really well done. But I remember thinking, wow, this isn't scary at all, but like this might be as good as the first one, just lacking all the the heebie-jeebies. Mm. But then there's another one called Rosin that's like a... I've heard of that. Somehow related. Uh, there... Uh, Look online. There's like a, you know, a flow chart, kind of like with the Halloween movies, where like this one's based on this book, but this one's based on the sequel book, but it's not, you know, one of those kind of Grudge.
2: Is The Grudge based on the same source material? Separate. Like the same author?
0: No, that's a different, okay. different franchise. But T- totally we get franchise. The Grudge okay. because this did so well. Gotcha. They started remaking anything they could get their hands on. So, George, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's one of the things about The Ring that's important. Just like yeah. Saw. Uh, before you had the ring and before you had saw, you had movies like Scream. You know, Final mm-hmm. Destination kind of pushed it, but it was still gory and slashy. It's just instead of a person, it was like this unseen fate or whatever.
2: I know yeah. you did last summer.
0: I know what you did last summer. Uh, Urban uh, Urban Legend. Urban Legend, Valentine. Mm. All these movies are coming out, and it's just slasher movies, but less boobs uh, and you know more <laughs> like Kevin Williamson dialogue. It's, but then.
2: Dawson's Creek with cursing.
0: (laughs) When The Ring came out, it was just like all the money, right? And it was PG-13, so it was like, oh, man, we're just going to copy this formula hard. And you Mm -hmm. can still see it in movies like The Conjuring. Like, You don't get that series of movies if you don't have The Ring, which is hilarious because The Conjuring movies are all from James Wan, who did Saw. Saw, right. So he did Saw, and the torture porn thing kind of came and went real quick but then even the guy from torture porn was like, "Oh, we got to get in on this like haunted house thing." Yeah. And we still are there today.
2: The paranormal activity movies and stuff like that.
0: Oh, have you ever seen that, George?
2: Uh
1: in college, which means probably not. Drunkenly. <laughs> drunkenly. Yeah, I saw it drunkenly.
2: <laughs> I saw it projected on the back of a building while I was <laughs> drinking.
1: Man, right. the first time we watched That's Paranormal Activity—that's story. That's a good ass
2: story. That was I a good story. I saw The Exorcist on the back of some guy's head. Have you
1: ever seen The Exorcist? <laughs> I
2: kind of. It was on the sh- <laughs> was projected on a bedsheet. Dude, how cool was <laughs> that
1: though? Like, have you seen it? I I kind of. Yeah. It was projected on a building at a rock yeah, show that I was at. 15 Did I tell years you guys ago? the
0: story? Uh, so, years ago. Uh, when I, before I did podcasting, I, I played a lot of, uh, and before I had kids, I played a lot of acoustic, like, folk shows, you know, I was like a mm. songwriter guy for years and years. No. I know. Oh yeah? I, uh, oh, yeah? Oh, <laughs> oh <boy>.
2: yeah? Oh, <laughs> What? What? Anyway. <laughs> Why uh, did you play? What?
0: What? So, <laughs> I hooked up with this band, and they were just like a standard 90s cover band, and they were hosting a zombie-themed party. And they needed somebody to play when they were taking a break and, you know, flirting with the girls and stuff. So they were like, hey, Dan, do you want to come up and do like a mini set in between our sets, you know? So you'll be there for three hours and we'll pay for your dinner. And I, sure, okay, what the hell? So, yeah. so <laughs> and I you show were like, up.
1: Chia. They're Chia. all dressed up
0: like zombies. <laughs> the crowd is full of like drunken townies dressed up like zombies. And I'm there like dressed up like Bob Dylan. Uh, not realizing exactly how what I was going to commit zombie. to this. <laughs> <laughs> so they do uh, their first set. They bring with them like a cheap projector and are playing zombie beanie. movies behind the stage while they play, which is really cool, except that when they finish their first set, they switch from like standard Romero zombie movies to some like D-grade direct-to-video just boob fest like zombie hillbilly movie. zombies. And so <laughs> mm. imagine I'm playing like, you know, pretentious... New York folk music which we can debate how like legitimate that stuff is anyway but I'm playing as legitimate a New York a as I can Well, there's yeah. zombie boobs behind me on the screen
2: nice I and I it.
0: brought a bunch of people to watch me play and so it's just like hey middle-aged <laughs> friends of my mom sorry about the boobs it was great
2: right. <laughs> meanwhile they brought you out there to chase the girls backstage yeah exactly oh playing. god oh, we gotta leave. go find the this... real rockers this guy's a wuss <laughs> This guy's, look, it's a Oh, ah, no, he just keeps talking about now. Rome. We don't know why. <laughs> hey, <laughs> everybody check out the zombie boobs. <laughs> 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 I got a song about it. Yikes.
1: <laughs>
2: so years wow. ago, I showed
0: my buddy Paranormal Activity. Uh, we actually, I think it was at a movie night. So it was in our little theater in the our first house. We had probably, I don't know, eight or 10 people over, and I'd never seen it. And we mm. get through the movie. It's super scary. It's got a lot of good jump scares. We realized about 20 minutes in that the kitchen in that house is the exact same layout as my kitchen in the house that we're watching this movie. Oh, mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. added a little, anytime anybody was like, oh, I gotta go upstairs and get a drink, anybody wanna come with me? <laughs> I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: yeah. But you don't get paranormal activity if you don't have the ring. So right.
2: this movie yeah, did this a lot, A trend setter.
0: Broke the whole market wide open.
2: Yeah, no holds barred now.
0: Now, we talked about Brian Cox very briefly. Uh, George, the dad, Samara's dad, the one who I'm sure you're going to nitpick his ability to uh, electrocute himself through a power strip. Uh, do you want to <laughs> no, do that he's first? Very
1: su- he's very successful at yeah. it.
0: But would that have worked or would he have thrown a, thrown a breaker or something?
2: That's an old house. I don't know if that. I, I mean, he had uh, a power breakers. strip. I
1: thought the power strip would have flipped pretty
2: quickly.
0: Would
1: quick. that have worked? That's a great question. Because I looked
0: at it and thought, "Oh, George is going to have the whole breakdown for me," but you let me mm. down, bro.
1: No, you. No. All You're right. So here, the here's the thing. Um, I wasn't ready for that question, Dan. What <laughs> I, I wasn't ready to d- to discuss the oh, safety yeah? features. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the average uh, farm home, uh, what I took from the scene was <laughs> Travis is still laughing.
2: What perfect! (laughs) What I
1: took from it was that, dude. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, You're
2: professional. We're back. All right. Cool. We're back.
1: Okay. I don't think that um he needed all of those electronics stacked up to do that i think a toaster would have done just fine it
0: seemed like they were making a real statement on like his fear of technology or something you know the dangers of all this technology they they were making a choice by having it all stacked in there although i did have the thought if you were worried that you were going to like blow a fuse and so you plugged in a bunch of different electronics into every circuit in the house you'd get a little bit of like Lateral redundancy as far as fuses yeah, something's go, gonna right? Yeah, you. So ew. um
2: It definitely was extravagant. All there right. you go. It was so, extra. It was extra. And
1: okay. Yep. So if the um if the circuits that he was plugged into had uh GFCI protection, that's an old interu- farmhouse interrupters. Um then he would have had a little shock. But he might have been okay um I I mean it depends because the way the breakers work, it's like based on amperage, right, and if you have a certain amount of resistance in the circuit, then you know, then you're not gonna really you know over amp the circuit, and I don't know that the amount of resistance with like say a human body. And water, I don't know, like where they rate. I think water is very conductive, so adding water probably increases the likelihood of you blowing a fuse. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't try and test it. No, no, that much. No, Um, (laughs) I'm almost. Try it at home. (laughs) Fuck. I'm yeah. I'm almost positive that um, all the electronics on the shelf uh, would not have exploded in sparks and arcing i'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen uh maybe like a i don't know i don't think i mean i i to me i watched it and i was like none of this is necessary um if you want to electrocute yourself i'm not well I could, but I'm not going to tell you the best way to do yeah, that. You're it's not, very uh, easy. You're not, yeah, don't I'm uh, not I'm not, not getting yeah, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I, I know what the the best way to do it is. It's very simple.
2: Um that's not it. Right. That was very uh extra.
1: Now that actor
0: Definitely. Brian Cox, he's famous for a lot of things. Uh, he's on that show Succession, which everybody is talking about I say everybody. I've heard people talk about it and so I, I round up to everybody. Uh but he is Fair enough. In my <laughs> head, most important, because he was the original on-screen Hannibal Lecter.
2: I am. I am. And he's Marlon Brando's <laughs> Like I'm looking at him like, Kinda. he looks like Brando from Superman. I'm waiting for him to you know, send the ship to Kal-El, which you haven't mm. seen. But yeah, he looks, Marlon Brando had the white hair and everything. He was Superman's father. I hope I never see that. It's very good. Very boring movie, I'm yeah, sure. It sounds boring.
0: Now, we talked about a bunch of movies that kind of, like, elements of those movies appear in the ring. Uh, a few more that I noticed, you know, of course, Phenomena, right? Because the fly, that's mm-hmm. a reach. But for the purpose of our show and the fact that we always bring it up, had to bring it up. Also, Maggots, Maggots Like a mo. Now,
1: if she could talk to the fly, that's not a reach.
0: Well, but the fly yeah. leads uh, Noah, the, the baby daddy into mm-hmm. that one room at one point. So that's when I put the nut, oh, the Phenomenal Fly is helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an interesting...
2: Well, well the monkey with the uh, uh, blade, switchblade, was on the cutting room floor. Oh, yeah.
0: they should have left that in. Hey, uh, but then you get even some Freddy Krueger elements where they'll be in these like dream states or you know mm. hallucinations, and mm-hmm. they'll come out with the handprint. So that's and what pretty... year is Freddy Krueger? 84. 84. Okay. So and then Poltergeist, there's a real Poltergeist 5 that's from you know 81 or whatever. 81. So mm-hmm. what, what this movie's doing is it's just taking these influences, and they're influences we all know, so it's not stealing, but it's like creating something new with the pieces we're already familiar with. Uh, when the horse takes that awful fall off mm. the ferry, that I'm not even a horse guy, but like when I see Jaws. that thing hit, I just go,
1: "Ooh! like yeah, yeah that, that's Jaws. not a
0: good fall. No. Uh, it does the subliminal ring. As a it cuts, times, yeah, and so yeah. you're just like, oh, we're doing a little exorcist, a little subliminal, a little mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, shoot, the part where they're scraping the wallpaper off to find that picture of the tree, I mean, that's like straight out of Deep Red. That's a Deep, and Deep and Red Amity moment. Bihar. Yeah, the whole so,
2: house, the walls bleeding and stuff.
0: Yeah, man. So I mean, they're taking from everybody in little bits, but they're creating and something nine inch really nails. cool. <laughs> yeah, there's that, <laughs> the nine, thumbnail okay, nine, bit yeah. that's so gross. Yeah. Ugh.
1: okay can we, we we bopped around a lot here yeah man. and we never you, found out if george liked it you mentioned, just, you, I mentioned, you, mentioned you mentioned baker i'm gonna you mentioned me mentioned baker and yes. the practicals right yes okay uh this movie obviously comes out at a time where like cgi is like getting better but like it's it's
2: good it's yeah it's, it's been done better in other movies yes, but, yeah so
1: but the practicals <clears throat> and i'm I can only assume what was practical and what wasn't, but, like, they were so good, man. Like, the only
2: time it really looked hinky was when they showed Samara's face because the girl who plays Samara is beautiful. Uh-huh. So they had to ugly her up to, you know, look like this ghost demon or whatever. I don't, I don't remember it, was, it being bad. Well, no, it, it the way they give her, like, a glow, So and she's supposed to look like she's come out of the TV. Mm -hmm. So she's got kind of like a pixelization going. So you can tell they're using computers to get that effect. That was pretty good. But it looks good, but I think it's on top of I think it's CGI on top of practical. Yes. Um, I don't know if there's much CGI in this movie. There's a lot of like tricks, especially in the VHS video. There's a lot of like special effects tricks. I'm thinking I'm thinking of like the horse in the water
1: was definitely not a real horse in water. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. I have to go back.
2: I was. I. I didn't think it looked real. We might have been still at the time. Well, 2003, you said this was? 2002, I, yeah. The horse in the water might have been real, but the horse fall might have been fake. Maybe that's what I was yeah. thinking. I, I thought
0: the fall looked pretty real, but I mean, not necessarily that they practically made a horse jump off the thing, but I thought the execution of that fall had enough impact
1: that I just went, ooh, like,
2: They Ew. could have recorded a horse really doing that, and then green screen, superimposed it on top of the like
1: just the, the like the a film. horse happening to fall. No, they have horses that, that um, that's their job to fall. <laughs> to fall, yeah. They're no, the McFoley like a- breed actors. of horse. Yeah, the they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no teeth. Um, <laughs> bang, bang. Well, their teeth they had teeth, but yeah. they
2: came they came out. I mean, their that nostril. was that used to be a really big skill, like in the westerns. Horse and stuff. falling, yeah. In the westerns, they would teach the horses how to fall, like they got shot. Oh teach my them god. How to f- Flip over. Uh, yeah. And then you go a little earlier, they really did that to the animals, and that's why there's now laws. But, right, um, yeah, the, all those Western horses, they're all trained to, to take a bump. So, like wrestlers. So, when, uh, Naomi Watts is in the bottom
1: of the well, hmm. right, and she picks up the little girl from the, the dead body or, or yeah, yeah, from before the water, she decays. And she, and she decays in front mm-hmm. of her eyes, you know, obviously CGI. Right. Yeah. Um, it was okay, but the practicals, dude. The fir- like, it's the dumbest little thing. But in the video, you see the finger go through mm-hmm. the nail, mm-hmm. and like the nail of the finger Removes gets the separated from the. Fi- oh my god, <laughs> dude! <laughs> it's super gross. Yeah. yeah, like, and also in the video, I think there's like a box of like fingers that are like twitching. Moving, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. dude, like, <laughs> um. Yeah, this. I mean, what else? What else could I say, dude? Yeah, practicals in this movie
2: are awesome, dude. Like, yeah, really good. Definitely, some of the best I've seen. Very, very good. Well, those are my three things, and if they're good, then I'm good. The acting, which was good. Oh, the effects also, were good with acting. It's it's weird because I'm not an actor. I
1: don't know, like I don't know anything about acting. Whatever. It's kind of just like when I watch it, I can tell if it's good or not. Right. You know, and sometimes I'm like blown away and sometimes I'm like, this is horrendous. And most of the time I don't really notice the acting. Mm -hmm. So like, those are like my three categories. Right. Like, well this
2: movie has both or actually all three. The, the girls seem to be like the teenage girls. The pillow fight. (laughs) 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 That like the, the two girls that are in the opening, they're okay. Yeah. Pillow fight. They're, they're kind of acting. Naomi Watts and the guy who plays Noah. Was that on it, purpose though?
1: It, it's possible. I don't no. know. Is the pillow fights. Did they put the pillow fight scene in was there? there a pillow fight?
2: <laughs> there. Were, <laughs> yeah. What, did you ask, watch I, the right ring? I
1: mean, there were like. I mean, if there wasn't. Yeah, there was definitely a pillow fight. Was there? Dan? Yes. I think Dynamis they the like. I don't know. I call it pillow
0: fight. There's some pillow was, play, right? Some interplay have been
2: just with like the a, pillow, but one hit.
0: There's no like, like There's no referee like a, or a, a ring or anything, but there it's was... not an episode
2: of the Man Show. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> okay. no, no. Um, I totally missed the even
1: one pillow hit. So anyway, that felt like to me a scene out of like an 80s slasher. Yeah, you know, like purposely done. Yeah, purposely mm-hmm. done that way.
0: Yeah, it, with the phone ringing and stuff, it feels like when a stranger calls, until yes. things go like. Off the rails, and heck, that opening scene they've got the really good uh, at least I really appreciate the refrigerator door blocking most of the frame, mm-hmm. and then the little bit of a zoom as they shut it to make you think, Oh, there's gonna be someone there, and that's nothing.
1: Yep. They did it like five times. That's yeah, what it, I that's why I feel yeah. like that whole beginning scene was all it was an homage,
0: yeah. Well, but yeah, remember to... that this is the first movie to break out of the la- So, I mean, at the time,
1: in the context of this movie coming out. People are expecting slasher movies. and then... Right, and I think that they did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. So that when you first start watching it, you think it's a slasher, and
2: it just ends up totally being not that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, the, I don't know. The only shot you're talking about that was lacking in this movie that needed to be in there, and I was waiting for it and it never happened, was the American werewolf push the bathroom mirror. Fully uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to something's behind them. Something. Yeah. I was waiting for that. I'm like, they they're in front of mirrors this whole damn movie. It's constant. <laughs> and they never did it. They well, <laughs> you get a little bit of the mirror when uh Yeah, but you don't get the closing of a mirror no, that reveals no, 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 something no, no. behind them.
1: No, you do get the mirror though. The mirror is definitely used and a lot. Yeah. In the the second time when she goes back to talk right before uh what's the dude's name? Something Cox kills himself. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. And
2: Mr. What's the name?
1: Mr. Annie's husband <laughs> and <laughs> Morgan. Mr.
2: Morgan. Yeah,
1: um, Mr. Morgan. The second time she goes to see Mr. Morgan, and then she knocks on the door, and it swings open, and she finds the tape, and she does all that stuff. Um, she comes in, into the hallway, and she sees herself in the mirror, mm. right? And so, okay, and the windows behind her, and everything—it's like this, like the imagery is like straight from the video, right? And then she starts watching the TV. And I'm not sure if it was, like, his reflection in the TV or his reflection in the mirror. But there was a reflection, or maybe it was just the camera angle, when he wasn't there in the doorway. Mm -hmm. And then he is there
2: in the doorway. So you kind of get that, but it's not like the, the, you know, the... (laughs) And then he hits her with a fucking typewriter or whatever. What did he hit her with? A TV? Typewriter? Microwave? What was it? I don't know. Reminded me of Misery. I was like, Was Holy it a shit.
0: toaster like in another <laughs> movie I'm thinking of? No. Oh, <laughs>
2: Yeah. Remember
1: that hook the first time when she went to see him he had that hook in his hand?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like straight out of the fog right.
1: or the mutilator the fog, yeah. or something.
2: Well, I was yeah, I was thinking Texas. Well that was totally just to get the horse poop off his boots, but Yeah. Uh, yeah and the horses on the beach being washed up like that's another imagery that you s- saw a lot of in 90s rock videos and stuff like just the Nine Inch Nails type videos where they're just showing t- you alright so
1: new drinking game <laughs> re-listen to the podcast it's relevant. this episode
2: and just drink every time you hear the name alright as a, as extra credit we're gonna watch the video closer and then you're gonna say oh okay I get it now did you did you like it or not <laughs> Like, you never actually said <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah,
0: I guess that's a good question. George, what do you think of The Ring? Do you like this movie? Do, do I, like I like the, the ring? Do like
2: the movie? Um, uh, yes. Do you like it more now that we've talked about it than before we started? Yes. Okay. I give this a hesitant yes. I believe his words to me, Dan, when... We were about to start. He's like, this should be a short episode. (laughs) And that's how I knew. I'm like, oh, because
0: I really, I love this movie more than I remembered a couple of things that really put it into perspective, though. I mean, I saw it in theaters and one thing you will never be able to replicate at home unless you pack your house full of people have never seen it before. When she comes out of the TV, Mm -hmm. there's a certain amount of like, what the hell am I watching? Right. Like, it's not scarier than it was when she was in the TV. It's weirder. But what it did was it set the audience on edge. So when she did the little flicker teleport, I mean, it's just like two feet. But when she did that flicker teleport, the entire theater lost their minds. Like, people jumped (laughs) out of their seats. Yeah, And it was just like, so then I go home, right? Here's the thing. Back in high school, I didn't use an alarm clock and we didn't have cell phones yet that did this. So my TV had a wake up function. So it would pop on and the sound of it clicking on was enough Uh for me to wake up and hit mute before the volume would come on and wake me up. But the thing Ah. about that TV was it was already like 10 years old and a good 20% of the time it would turn on. It would be either white noise or like just a distorted, horrible, gotta smack it because the tube's going bad image Mm -hmm. and so every night in bed I would be laying there like man smacking it (laughs) TV's gonna come on (laughs) TV's gonna come on it's gonna be just like the movie Uh, I better better be ready for that TV to come on it was scary man I was living this movie for a while
2: I noticed that Noah's living large because
0: he did have a pretty sweet Marshall
2: everybody else had mm. these shitty twelve inch televisions that I grew up watching, and then his house, he's got like this fifty inch tube screen that she comes come out. I'm like, that's like almost life size for her. Yeah, I'm like what's he do for? in that studio apartment he's living in is like a warehouse. I'm like he must be balling. What was he a photographer? Did they establish what he was? Mm. Yeah, I mean he uh, had a lot of he had a lot of cameras, I guess.
0: I don't know if they ever actually said what he was into specifically, but I mean.
2: But yeah, her, her coming out of the TV, that stuff wouldn't fly today. Like if you were to show this movie to someone today at a party like you're talking about, it's imagery that they've seen over and over and over and over again. So they, especially The Ring has been overdone with that whole well and the thing coming out of the well that has the hair over the face. They do pranks all over TikTok you know, girls walking out of elevators with their hair over their face, creeping people out. So I don't know if the it would still have the same effect. But, I mean, George just watched it, so... I don't know. At the time, it, it was had... very effective, but oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know that it's aged.
0: And that's a shame. It's a shame you can't bottle that feeling so that everybody who watches it for the first time gets the same reaction, but... It's just not reasonable.
2: I, I feel that way when I watch a Nine Inch Nails video. <laughs> mm. <laughs> every time
0: man before we jump over to nine inch nails one thing we haven't talked about and i don't know why it took us so long uh, except that we're unprofessional and we made a lot of jokes instead uh the detective work in this movie is maybe the best detective work of the 2000 mm. decade like yeah. it is so perfectly paced that it never gets old it is exposition but it doesn't feel like somebody's just explaining the plot to you you know verbatim mm-hmm. from the script yep It's what I wanted in all my Batman movies yeah, and never got.
2: Yeah. Until recently.
0: Until recently.
2: No, yeah. I mean, they respected the viewer. They're like, all right, we're not going to force feed you. We're just going to show you some creepy ass shit and just you're along for the ride and hopefully you enjoy it. They don't sit there and like have a bunch of expose explanations of this and that and treat you like, you're yeah, like you don't you don't want know, to be treated like you're dumb. Yeah,
1: so like when I'm watching a movie, I don't want to know why at the bottom of the well looking up you can see the light, but right. at the top of the well looking down you can't see what's down there. I don't want to know the reason for that. You know? I just want to like watch a movie and not think.
0: <laughs> I imagine <laughs> the way that the high dynamic lighting would work that there is the possibility at least that a, at least a camera at the bottom of a well would get kind of blown out by a bright light at the top because of how it filters down. And
2: I don't know. You're saying when it's completely shut? I no, don't know I'm, anything about wells
1: or I'm lights for like that matter. I'm saying like when Noah's at the top <laughs> right. and she's at the bottom, looking down, you can't see the bottom of the well, but it's only like 20 feet. Right. Like she's looking up. She can see him clearly. She
2: sh- He should be able to see her clearly. <sighs> We might need a Mythbusters like on this. The only thing I can think of is that he's backlit by sunlight and or no. house light and then she is in the shadow of the actual cabin because he just cut a small hole out of the. It's not like she's out in the open. But he's shining a flashlight
1: straight down. Oh, he had a
2: flashlight. But yeah, how
0: far yeah. does a flashlight go? I, I don't know. Maybe. What are physics? Let's call the Mythbusters, guys. Get them back together. <laughs> And rebuild the set. This is before military
2: grade stuff. flashlights on eBay. Yeah, these were the the big old
0: garbage I incandescent. I don't ones. know,
1: man. I don't know, man. Like
2: I, I don't. You remember she grabbed those flashlights from uh, like underneath a shed or something? They weren't. There was underneath I get the sink.
1: Oh, here, here's the thing. They're old. All I know is that like when my boss is like forty feet away, mm-hmm. 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 and he's at like the other end of like a soffit. Right? And yeah. there's all kinds of, like, pipes and crap and shit in there. And we're going to run a wire through it. <clears throat> right. And he's like, I cut this hole. And I'm like, okay. And we're on, like, different we're on different levels of the house, maybe. Like, we're, like, so far away from each other. He's like, do you see this light? And he's just, like, sticking his cell phone in a hole. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I can see that light. Now, was he ever doing that from the bottom of a well? She was. <laughs> he should absolutely be able to see that light at the bottom of the well. Hmm. I don't know brother you should be able to see that there's water at the bottom of the well why did they drop the rock and I didn't hear anything
0: maybe it's a some kind of mirage maybe that there is no bottom to the well maybe when you fall into well you enter the videotape
1: maybe the well doesn't exist maybe I don't exist don't you just love how on the nose it is that the TV comes down and pushes her in the well?
0: Oh, it's so. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. The, I mean, that's that's a choice. That is an well, intentional. Well, they they choice.
2: implied that she was orchestrating all this, Samira. Like every time something happened like that, they imply that she's hurrying things along. But what does what's not answered is why does she want to be found? but is not going to stop the murdering. Like like she when wants the kids to like she should have helped man. her.
0: She wants to be released she, so she can do even more evil.
2: Oh, so she this she's able to do more now that she's out.
0: Yeah, it's like you she tricked okay. you into thinking she was vulnerable when in fact uh she's now more powerful. Sequel gotcha. and uh I just love I, I I think it's really well orchestrated that like you know they've convinced themselves of her motive without, like, asking her, right? Like, we know that if we find her body, it'll make things better. And so (laughs) for them to just, like, decide that this thing will cure their problem, even though it has nothing to do with any of them, right? Like, copying the tape is the cure. It's just it's interesting. Pulling her out of the well, it's like the ivermectin of (laughs) this movie. It's like, everybody (laughs) thinks this is going to work, so we're going to do it. But, oh, it was actually the other thing. Damn it.
1: Um, I have a question about copying the tape. Okay. Do you have to show someone the tape? Yes. So you can't just copy it.
0: I made a copy. I never did like her line reading of that line. It's the only line in the movie I don't like. Uh, It sounded like she said it for the trailer and then they kept that take instead of a different mm. take. Uh, But anyway... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, eventually they establish that you have to show it to somebody. You have to spread the message. And it's implied I don't know, is there a moment in this in the first movie where they actually like pin it down as to you have to make a copy, but also you have to show it to somebody? Because I watched part of part 2 today, so I've scrambled my my memory of which No, which I and don't what.
1: I don't remember a time where they say that you have to share it. But it's implied but by do, what Brian they...
0: Cox's character says where, you know, it spreads She wants you to see these things. So I think at the end of the movie, they're like putting it together, but they never explicitly say you have to make the copy and also show it to somebody.
1: Well, it's implied because I think the line is she wanted to be heard, right? She just wanted to be heard, but
0: I do. God, that's a scary line Mm. in that Mm. sweet little like innocent kid voice to be like, I do. And I'm sorry. She doesn't sound very sorry.
1: A couple of great uh, child actors. Yes, and And it was was very very hard
2: for me to watch her give that interview in the hospital because she reminds me a lot of my daughter. Mm. Like when I was watching, even that little face, I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot imagine. You feel really,
1: really bad for her. Yeah. But also, how bad can
2: you feel for her? But you do, you know? But they never imply that she's like a victim. Like they do in the beginning because you think that she was a victim of, but they killed her they killed her because she was evil.
0: Well, or because the horses kept her up. Uh sounds of the lambs reference there, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, but you know, she's Have the evil. horses
1: stopped neighing yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, that there's was a, a lot to interpret as to why they do what they do. But the whole making her live in the barn thing is pretty abusive. But you don't mm. know she's pure evil at that point. So like they're playing it as, oh, this poor abused child. And then you realize she's like evil incarnate and has like spectral projection or whatever. Mm. And she wants to hurt people. She does.
1: Random nosebleeds are so scary. Mm. Could
0: happen to anybody, any anytime.
1: You never know. At, at any time. You never know when you're just gonna have a nosebleed. And the phone's gonna ring.
0: The phone ringing thing, man. This movie used to be so much fun when everybody had landlines. To just yeah. real on the down low, have your cell phone out and hit call right as that scene was going to end, so you'd time the house phone with the movie. Oh, it's fantastic! <laughs> I've scared many a person.
1: That's so fantastic.
0: Unfortunately, uh, it's just hard to replicate. You'd have to really do some
1: some work ahead of time
0: to have. I somebody's almost ringer. Set. I almost.
1: I almost wanted my phone to ring. After. You know, the first time I saw it. Yeah. The video. The video. The tape. Well, and they do a good job at the end of the movie to make it seem like, oh, you
0: just watched the tape, fool. Which is fun. Although, okay, so here's a question more for Travis. Mandela memory of mine. I recall this movie ending with a long shot of the car driving down the highway and him, the, the son and her... Uh, either on the phone I think it like superimposes a phone call with like her parents something like that
2: oh like implying that they're going to get the parents to watch it. like
0: they're going to make they're going to show it to the parents to save the boy oh but that's not how it ended on the streaming thing today and it's been so long since I saw it is that in part two but I have like a very clear memory of the her having the conversation with a grandparent oh we're coming to visit you know and you're just like oh that's a horrible dark choice they had to make I don't know what Mm. that comes from. Maybe it's from one of the Japanese ones. When you see the same movie two different ways, multiple times in sequels, it all kind of runs together.
2: Is that when Arnold says, what's the name of your dog?
0: No, no, that's the what's in the video box. (laughs) What's in the video (laughs) box? What's in the
2: video box?
0: Yeah, no, I I don't remember that, what you're
2: talking about there.
0: I'm just going to have to watch (laughs) all the rings again, and then I'll get back to you guys as soon as I find it.
2: I mean, this is a pretty much a frame-by-frame frame remake of the Japanese version, and I watched both, and I don't remember any of that coming up. Well, so it didn't it happen in the, the
0: streaming one today, so I don't know. The Paramount Plus version of The Ring might probably, I mean, I wouldn't imagine they'd change it, so I think my brain is broken with 20 mm-hmm. years of rust, but I'm going to have to figure it out, guys.
2: Now, this was put out by DreamWorks. How, how young was DreamWorks when this came out? Well, Shrek pretty, was already well, out. Shrek was out, okay. So, and that That was was their first, first
0: that was like their first big one. Right. Uh, I haven't looked up what year they were found, but this is pretty early on. Did you notice there's a Shrek VHS in uh, Noah's apartment? Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) No, I didn't.
0: I was peeping all the video shelves to see if I could recognize any movies. And there were some, but nothing like stood out to me as like. There
2: were no Argentos in there. Exactly. Mm. Oh my (laughs) God. If there was an Argento. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, the Deep Red reference (coughs) felt like they'd seen Argento before, but, you know,
2: who knows? He saw it afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) he didn't see it until later. For some reason, that (laughs) joke still makes me laugh. Uh, October of 94 is when they were founded. So still really early in the run. Huh. Shrek came out in 2001, so.
2: Crazy. That's Spielberg's company, right?
0: Yep. And Jeffrey Katzenberg.
2: Did I ever tell you a story when uh, a friend of mine sent a letter to DreamWorks to try to get a movie theater near me saved, and the mayor of the town never returned the phone calls of DreamWorks?
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, That's embarrassing.
2: Westmont, New Jersey, was where the Westmont Theater used to be. It's now a Planet or Planet uh, Fitness. Uh, but they were trying to save... It's <laughs> much less entertaining. Yeah, they were trying to save this theater way back when. And uh, that was one of the first... I think it was the, where Steven Spielberg saw his first movie was in that theater. Because his dad used to work in Camden for Campbell Soup. So he lived in the area. And uh, when they sent a letter to Dreamworks they actually followed up with the mayor of the town and they never followed up with them the town <laughs> the they town never followed up with Steven Spielberg how crazy is that <sighs> they were going to save the theater would have been a would have been a, a a what do you call it a landmark would have been a Cinderella story yeah i could have went to see halloween kills there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, evil dies tonight. Are we going to go see Halloween <laughs> ends uh,
0: in the same format that we saw the Batman where I make you guys go. And then we do an episode while it's still hot off the presses. We could. Sure. Who do we talk to to get press passes? Maybe we could see it a week early and launch our episode the same week it comes out. Ooh, they probably don't want us to do that because we spoil the shit out of movies.
2: Well, you can do a sp- I, I know a lot of the reviewers and, and reactors, they get passes. And they do two videos. They do like a spoiler-free review, and then they do a spoiler review.
0: Like we're gonna do a a revisiting of Thirteen <laughs> Fanboy this fall to talk to Deborah again.
2: Yes. Have you guys Who's watched that be... yet? I have not. Save it to. for
0: October. Let's just, we'll have you do a fresh watch.
2: Okay. Yeah, she's gonna be in New Jersey.
1: <laughs> Did you buy a case of DVDs like you said you would?
2: I, I
0: bought
1: uh, I bought it digitally.
0: I really want it on Blu-ray, man but I guess I'd have to buy like all the DVDs and then beg them to make a Blu-ray and I'm not made of money here boys, but I did buy it digitally when it first came out and I liked it a lot. Spoiler alert. I felt like the target audience of that movie.
2: I like the way you think. I just got your text.
0: Okay. So George, final thoughts on the ring. uh, <clears throat> We've given you enough context so you at least see why it kind of changed what Hollywood was going to do with horror for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and the practical effects are good. and uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not a slasher movie by any means, but it definitely
1: is. Uh, I, I like the heck out of it.
0: It's good. Mm.
1: Yeah, if somebody said, you know, I want to watch this movie. It's called The Ring. You want to watch it with me? I'm like, sure. Yeah, put mm-hmm. it on.
2: I have to say when it came out I wasn't sure if it would hold up but it it has cuz I watched it today and it's what 15 years old 20 20 years old 20 years I old think it this does year all right. Yeah I think it's it it holds up definitely I never did like find said, the, the, the good TV
0: spot that I really wanted to show you guys before you watched it George where all it was was like flickery kind of ring video black and white imagery real quick, just like a 10 second or mm-hmm. less spot. And then at the end, it just said, before you die, you see the ring.
2: And that was it. Before you die, you see the ring. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know what this is, but I got to <laughs> give them money. And I just saw it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was cool, Sounds man. Good. It was ballsy, yeah. ballsy uh, advertising. Cause it's yeah, just I, like, what are you doing? I got to go see.
1: Yeah. It's a good movie. I liked it. Um, like I said, if someone was like, you want to watch this? I'm, yeah, I'll watch it. But if someone was like, you know, George, I need the best movie ever made to watch tonight. Yeah, no. I would be like, well, have you seen American Beauty? Um, And then <laughs> after that, maybe, you know, The Shining or something.
2: Well, yeah, there's a but, lot of uh, feelings. Like, the, sh- the Shining and this movie clearly are not in the same ballpark. N- but yeah. you can see how much... Stanley Kubrick has inspired future yes. directors absolutely on how to do things. Yes, they're not all going to be as good as The Shining, but you do see a bits of The Shining in this, which is mm-hmm. fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And this is a good one. If you were like, you know, if you if you're my uh, if you're a buddy of mine, you're like, hey, I'm going on a date with a girl. I don't know her that well, but she said she said she likes scary movies. What should I show? You know, The Ring is good because there is no sex. Uh, there's no nudity. There's no rape. There's really no like person to person violence. But and it so will it,
1: make her jump into your lap. Yes,
0: it's it, yeah. It'll still give her the frights that you're looking for, but it won't like <laughs> you're not going to trigger her like you know sensitivities. Right. This is a good movie for right. people that like just want a straight down the middle fastball. This is a good one. I
2: don't know. Yeah, there's a couple times Naomi Watts looks pretty damn good. Well, Could hey, be listen, intimidating. listen. The um wet, the wet sweater scene and the underwear scene. Yeah, we know which scenes, <laughs> are, Travis. We know which nice. scenes.
1: Keep your dick <laughs> in your pants, okay? Um Hey now. <laughs> yeah, I was when I turned the movie on, you know how like you see the rating and you see why it's rated that? And this was for I forget it was like it was like three things that were like I wish I had a zipper sound at So mild, right? It was like smoking and violence and mm intense scenes and I'm like really that's it mm. that's what it's rated PG-13 for but when a movie's this good you don't need all the other stuff I was surprised how scary it was for yeah.
2: not being rated you know it's definitely not scary like like some people will tell you about the gru- the grudge and there's like some scary moments where you're just like oh shit like this is more just tense yeah tension it's just mm-hmm. tension and it and it's what you're not seeing and what you're filling in, and then you get the quick jump scares of the of the reveals of the faces. But it's really they're just relying on your what you're putting in your own head, what you think's going to happen. They never do let never you never hear really the does. phone call. Uh, one time she did say you die in seven days or something. I it's guess. just that's seven that's days. The story is all there is. Seven days. Yeah, seven days. You're supposed
0: it. to hear it at one point. I don't I don't remember oh. hearing it today. I think
2: uh n- the first time Naomi Watts answers the phone, she hears seven I didn't, days I and didn't that was hear it. it. And then you never hear any one goes to message, one gets hung up on. Yeah. And then the girls in the beginning, you never hear the They'd nah, already had their the phone ar- call. There's already right. happened. They yeah. already happened. I didn't hear and that. And then Noah never gets the phone call. Yeah, right. she
0: yes. uh hangs up on it or something, right? So
1: yeah. No, she doesn't she doesn't answer it.
0: Oh, that's the one that goes to voicemail. That's the goes to message, right? Yeah. Heck of a movie, dudes. What do we do next, though, Travis?
2: Hmm.
0: Do you think we ought to stick to this 2002, 2003 timeframe? Give George a real understanding of where we were 20 years ago.
2: I think, yeah, I'm I'm on board for that, and something we did mention we were going to do. So, uh, we are going to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, it falls in line with everything we've been doing. But it, uh, I guess, would probably show you stuff you haven't seen before and you might like or might not. So we'll see. But we're going to watch the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Hmm. (laughs) Didn't matter what movie you said, that's what my reaction was going to be.
2: Yeah, we mentioned that uh, it's something you have to see. And Dan's right. It's in this kind of time frame of when they were trying to reinvent what was scary. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Any time to watch Jessica Biel, I'm happy. Mm, Jessica <laughs> Biel's on yeah. it.
1: Mm.
0: As long as we can get out of this era without me having to make George watch the Rob Zombie Halloween, Ugh. we're good. Although, really, I kinda wanna revisit it. It's been long enough now, I kinda wanna get back to it at some point.
2: You know what, I would watch it again if we can get Danielle Harris on our show,
0: oh man, that's a challenge. I that's know. a challenge. I'm worth. She's, I, I might reach out. We'll see. She's so
2: accessible, though. She's awesome. But maybe she's got we her own wait. Podcast now,
0: maybe we wait until we've seen what happens with the fall break this year. Because if we're gonna have her on the show, he should probably have a more complete idea of what she's been yes. up to in the franchise. See. All right. So I'm spared Rob Zombie, but I do get to see texas 2003 right
2: yes heck three or four i think it's three i'm excited
0: thank you for joining us on the remedial film class podcast as always you can find us on twitter and instagram at remedial film pod you can find us at facebook.com slash remedial film pod we'll be back next week with the 2003 remake of the original texas chainsaw massacre (laughs)